Welcome back to another episode of Crawford Insights, the podcast where we take a recent post from the Crawford Investment Council blog and go more in-depth with the author. I'm your host, Tom Bueller, Portfolio Manager at Crawford, and today we'll be discussing the Total Shareholder Return Trifecta with John Crawford IV. Welcome back, John. Thank you, Tom. I'm glad you could trot over here to run through this with us. (laughs) Me too. Wonderful. And we're off and running on this podcast. Please give our listeners an overview of what a trifecta is and how we think about it here at Crawford. A trifecta is essentially when three positive outcomes all come together at the same time. And so it's a fun analogy that relates to horse racing. I don't want to imply that we're gambling here, but the excitement of a trifecta in the stock market is much more gratifying than winning a trifecta at the racetrack. So you mentioned gambling and horse racing, and a common approach there is to go for long shots with big payoffs. Is that what we're looking to do here at Crawford? No, quite the opposite, actually. We're we're not interested in speculative investing or taking big risks, which is what really a long shot's all about. And in fact, long shots, when they do pay off, they pay off to a large degree, but they often don't pay off at all and, in fact, represent a permanent loss of capital. So that's really what we're trying to avoid at Crawford. And so we're very much looking for more sustainable and predictable and durable investments as opposed to long shots. In your piece, you talk about the TSR trifecta or total shareholder return. What are the pieces of that and how do we use that here in our research process at Crawford? The components of the total shareholder return, which are also the trifecta, are really the dividend yield, fundamental improvement, which normally is represented by earnings per share growth, and valuation expansion, which most often is price-to-earnings multiple increases. These are really the components to win, place, and show, if you will. And when they all come together, it's very powerful and leads to a very satisfactory experience with the stock in question. And so typically, if you can get this TSR framework to all come together, you get the dividend yield, the earnings growth, and the valuation expansion, you have a reasonable chance of doubling your money in five years or so. It seems like it can be challenging to get all three of those components to come together and maybe not easy to identify which of the three are going to be the biggest influencer. Why not just go with something simple like price targets? Price targets are more of a Wall Street convention. They're not a great way to estimate future returns because they ignore a lot of components of return. They don't define the time horizon, and they typically have to be restated quite frequently. So the total shareholder return framework overcomes that by solving for the time frame in question. It does account for dividends, and it also defines exactly where we expect the return to come from. So it's a much more exact way to zero in on the components of this trifecta that we're trying to achieve. Well, let's look at those components, and we can start with dividend yield. In previous podcasts, we've talked about the fact that we use the dividend as a proxy for quality. How does the dividend yield come into contributing to shareholder return? Well, over long periods of time, as I'm sure many of our listeners are aware, the dividend yield and the reinvestment of dividends has accounted for close to 50% of total returns from the stock market. So the dividend is a good place to start, not only for that reason, but also because it's positive every single year. It's a head start to our total shareholder return. And we use this as a quality lens into our stock. So it has more importance than just simply the percentage return that you earn from the dividend itself. And so over longer periods of time, the dividend is a meaningful component of total return. And so it's the second most important component typically in our TSR equation. 
And what's typically the most important? The blue ribbon usually goes to fundamental improvement because we're holding these stocks for, on average, three to five years. This is where you are experiencing the business growth through earnings, cash flow, et cetera. Typically, the dividend will follow that growth pattern in the other series. Because we're looking for companies that can grow at at or close to double-digit rates over a three- to five-year period, this is going to make up a substantial portion of your total return. The last piece is the valuation improvement, and that's probably the hardest one to identify when it's going to occur because it doesn't occur evenly across all securities. How do you position to capture that? You're right, Tom. It is the hardest to predict. Typically, you'll get valuation expansion as the fundamental improvement comes through. We're trying to buy high-quality companies when they're on sale. This orientation leads to businesses that have a long history of growth in not only earnings but also dividends. It allows us to enter them or at least begin to analyze them at a time when maybe there's been a temporary business disruption. As a result of that, the valuation is compressed, expectations are low, And so that's where you can get the combination of a higher yield due to a depressed share price, better fundamentals than the market's projecting, and then as that occurs, you'll get the valuation expansion. So the valuation expansion is the least significant component of the long-term total return equation, most typically. In your paper, you made the turn for home and concluded by discussing some of the actions we take in order to increase our chance of success. How else do we try to put our clients in the best place to succeed? It all starts with quality, and that's a component or a factor that influences both risk and return. So it's really critical to long-term investment success. It improves our odds of earning a positive return. It reduces the likelihood of permanent loss of capital. It brings dividends and income along with it. So there's all sorts of positive aspects that go along with quality, and that's always number one for us. In addition to that, we diversify the portfolios, we manage position sizes, we utilize risk models that are more quantitative in nature to help us gauge exposures and where we're making our overall portfolio bets. We're valuation sensitive, so we pay attention to valuation. We certainly want all these components of the total shareholder return to be positive every single year. And so we don't want to pay too much for a stock and have the valuation compress and work against us. Well, John, hands down, this has been one of the most interesting podcasts you and I have recorded. I'm glad to hear the equity research team is working hard to find investments that can win, place, and show for our clients. As you demonstrated in your article, investing in high-quality securities means you don't have to wait for a photo finish to have confidence your investments can succeed. That concludes our show for today. Hopefully, all of our listeners have not raced for the exit already. If you haven't already done so, please be sure to check out the article, Total Shareholder Return Trifecta, on our website at insights.crawfordinvestment.com forward slash perspectives. Subscribe to the Perspectives articles while you're there, and be sure to join us for another episode next month.